take 95. <laughs> I am Alex, and I'm super. And I'm Dr. Kevin, and I'm the natural. <laughs> His voice cracked. And I am Pastor Rob, and I'm still a junkie. And we are the, the Supernatural Junkies. junkies. That yeah, wasn't bad. That's that was good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Supernatural Junkies yet again. It's Alex on the Super, and we have Dr. Kevin. Wait a minute. What am I today? <laughs> we have, have another special guest. She cannot be the junkie on her no, first I, appearance. Well, you just had some mouth work done, and so you got some meds. So I'm going to make you the junkie. I'm definitely on the junk. In and fact, she's... he gave me a Dilaudid, <laughs> and then he goes, oh, this is a morphine prescription. I haven't taken any yet, but if you hear some, you know, Thanks swallowing for motions. <laughs> We'll, we'll go on from there. <laughs> okay, and so I'm just going to call her the Supernatural. Yvette Goff is here with us today. If you guys don't know who she is, you soon will, because she is a dragon. She is out here fighting uh, for our health freedom. And uh, we're going to tell you a little bit more about her in just a minute, but say hello. Hello, hello. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming. For sure. Well, I'm going to get to say the first thing. So we got yeah. to go one of her uh, conferences. It was called The Day with the Experts. Yeah, And it's uh, they had it going on. They were really putting out the information. Tell them who was there. Well, all the peeps were there. And Dr. Robert <laughs> Malone was there. That's right. Dr. And McCullough. Dr. Peter McCullough was there. Wow. Two of our favorites. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. That's right. Dr. Carrie Madey. Yes. And uh, I even got a picture with everybody. It's funny, though, I had a picture with uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. It was a great picture. The lady who took it for me, I did not even end up in the in the frame. I don't even know where she was pointing. <laughs> <laughs> so I got home That's and funny. I didn't have her picture. <laughs> yeah. But we were so excited to be at that event and it was just again putting out the truth. So many amazing that people can start to see, you know, how these lies are gonna start dissipating. Go ahead, sweetheart. So she put all that together. She is busy doing a million different things. I don't know how she has time or the energy. She says she's off of caffeine right now. I could not survive doing all she does. But um, I don't know. How do you do it? I just do it, you know. It's like when you're propelled by a passion and something's going wrong and you see it and no one else does, then you're you're off to the races. That's right. Well, that's yeah. what she's doing. And uh, she's a mom. She's got uh, two boys, right, 23 and 25. Mm -hmm. um, and one of them was even in the Summer Olympic Trials as a pole vaulter. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So she has an Olympian son. Uh, her other son is 25. He is graduating from college, Liberty University. She also has a 22-year-old. So she has a 23, 22, and 25-year-old. Yeah, so she's my stepdaughter. Yes, yeah. and she's graduating from the University of North Florida. So just so you guys know, she is what we call bona fide. She's, uh, <laughs> she has been in a lot of things. She's into real estate. She um, started off... Um, in a corporation for over 20 years in sales, education, and training the executives. She is also a nutritionist. Don't try and hire her, sweetheart. Yeah, no, I'm I untrainable. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try though. I'm gonna recruit her. Yeah. Nutraceutical consultant, um, where she works with doctors implementing health protocols in their practice. So she's an amazing person for us to talk to during this time. She's also a certified health coach, personal trainer. Um, she's also a health freedom and truth freedom activist. I mean, this is, okay, guys, this is not even the full page of everything she does. It's kind of insane. Um, we're going to get into more of these details in just a second, but I just have to get through this because she's also the state leader for Make Americans Free Again. It's a grassroots organization. 
Uh, it's one of it, they do a lot of stuff, but they are all about what? Tell us a little bit. So MAFA started back in June of 2020, and Make Americans Free Again was with Pam Popper out in Ohio, and she recognized what was going on in our world and that we needed a strategy. Mm-hmm. So we just, you know, petitioning is fine, rallying and protesting, but what was going to get results? And it was finding and empower- partnering with lawyers that had legal strategies to fight the CDC and the HHS and yeah. the government, you know, with their tyrannical rules that were going on, breaking our Constitution. So it's a very strategic movement that um, that she has started, and and I kind of picked up the ball and I said, you know, she asked me if I wanted to be the state leader for Florida. I said, yeah. So here we go. Yeah, that's amazing. So not only that, she is the health freedom leader for community patriots in Pinellas County. They meet twice a month and they talk about election integrity, law enforcement accountability, school board, county commissioners, um, as well as recruiting, supporting constitutional candidates in all the races in our county. I have been to a few of their meetings for the Tampa Bay group. Amazing. It is a really great group to get involved with so if you are in tampa um, you should definitely check that out if you don't have something like this in your community you should look into starting one because uh, it's an amazing way to get like-minded citizens together to mobilize them to actually make a difference in what's happening in your community Mm -hmm. right Um, it's great to wish for these things but it's another thing to actually put these things into action and to meet with other people that have like interests and um, can help you and I I love that I love that you are a part of that and it's a great great group Um, we're going to talk more about that in just a moment but uh, there's I mean guys I could go on (laughs) but I would be here for a while doing talking about all the things that she does so what's your first question well or should I go to the first question go ahead yeah you can you can take the first one well of course you know we love that convention that you did, but we're going to get there, I think. Tell us more about uh, Make Americans Free. You said it was a grassroots movement. You said that you kind of joined. What are the, some of the things that you, how did you kind of get involved and what did they really have you doing? Yeah, so there's a lot of great grassroots organizations that are around. And I, I saw the Florida Freedom Keepers, which is a great group. Health Freedom Florida, Stand for Health Freedom. There's now the Children's Health Defense Florida. So there are a lot of group Moms for Liberty yep. that's really focused with the um, school board. Um, when I when I started with Community Patriots as the health freedom arm of that, I wanted something a little bit more. So we were meeting twice twice a month with 250 people coming, like-minded individuals. We were addressing a lot of different talk, topics that had to do with freedom. But I wanted to have my own group. Right. And so um, I had been listening to Pam talk. And then it started out, I just start, started a group. And it started with seven people. Mm-hmm. And now I have over 500 people on my email list. And we have anywhere wow. from, I would say, 25 at the very low to uh, over 100 people that meet every single Thursday at 545 to 7. Mm-hmm. And, and the goal is to, um, iron sharpens iron, as they say. Yep. So is to meet with like-minded people and to let them know that they're not the only people in the room, that they're not crazy, um, and to go over strategies that are happening right now. It's also a fundraising group because we need to raise money for these lawyers that are out there fighting the fight. I can't believe I have ever said this because what most people don't like lawyers, right? Well, at <laughs> this point in time, we need lawyers because these – um, this cabal in our government, they are totally breaking the law. Right. Amen. Okay. So we need to lock arms and find lawyers in each area that are going to stand up against these mandates that are happening right now. I mean, look at what's happening in our hospitals. Right. You know, yeah. Alex Newman had to fight to get his father. They would not let him in the hospital. He did not go in with COVID. 
They just happened to test him and he tested positive, which 99% of the people do because we all have viral particles in our, in our nose and they amplify the cycle so many times that everybody can be fault. Everybody can be positive. But my point is that we need lawyers that are on our team. And I'll, I'll be honest, it's, it's difficult to find them. Yeah. Yes. What are some of the key things that you're like when you talk about lawyers, um, what are some of the issues that you guys are trying to find lawyers for? Okay, so every state is different. We happen to live in a bubble in Florida. Mm-hmm. So we've been a little more blessed than the rest of the country. So, no doubt. Right? Yep. So we have groups all over. So when I hear, when we're on our state leader call and I hear Hawaii talking about getting arrested because she went into a store without showing her vaccine card or wouldn't take a COVID-19 test or some of these crazy things that are happening. Um, We're there to support lawsuits. So we don't want to have a bunch of different lawsuits and just throw it up against the wall and see, see what sticks. We're trying to find the lawsuits that are going to make a difference. Right. So we've got lawsuits filed against a fake pandemic. Um, we've got lawsuits filed against the CDC, the HHS. We're, we're representing uh, Peter McCullough. We're representing Sherry Tenpenny. I'm helping her with her lawsuit. Um, Eric Naputi was also. Yes. Um, he had. Um, he's also fighting a battle as well, and we try to help him. And then I um, connected Jeff Childers with Pam Popper, and Jeff's out of um, Gainesville. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was there too at that day for the experts. Yeah, he was. was And he was also in DC uh, on Sunday. Mm. Yeah. So when you say um, some of the rules are being broken, what are some of those rules that you feel are some of the most egregious things you're seeing right now? Well, first of all, mandating someone to take a jab and then firing you because you won't. Right. Not recognizing religious exemption or or a medical exemption. I mean, how yes. are you not? And wh- where did this one-size-fits-all approach come from? Yes. Right? So bodily autonomy, autonomy um, informed consent, where did that go? Did it just get thrown out the window? Oh, that's only yes, if you want to abort your baby, right? right? Right. The only time you get it. So it's it's unbelievable the, that people are losing their jobs. And just to remind your audience that some of these healthcare workers, and I want everyone to take a step back, and I always bring this up, and it's called cognitive dissonance. Yes. yes. Cognitive dissonance is a real thing. And if you find yourself digging your heel what in. What is cognitive dissonance? Cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is the inability to accept new information based on a belief that you have had formed via the TV or from another person and not being open to listening to the other side. Yes. So we can give you some real examples of that. Let's say, oh, there's a bunch of other countries who have now said, you know what, we are not going to give our, our people 31 and under, Belgium for example, the um, we're going to ban Moderna shot because of the myocarditis risk. Okay. Um, but then you come here to America and they're like, yeah, let's just give it to everybody. Moderna. Let's give it to children now. It's that inability to see what is factual that is right before you that has statistical proof and you still won't believe it. It's having a bias that you refuse to break and see what something else might be, if there's another truth and what that truth would be. It's that inability to see that. Right. And I think people don't want to hear, when I say this, it's hard to to take, but this is the analogy I always use. I go, first of all, history is repeating itself. Mm -hmm. And think back to the three million Germans or the six million Germans, however many it was, I think it was three million Germans that Hitler controlled. Mm-hmm. And why did they have him? How did, how did he get those people to fall in a line with what he said to do? 
He controlled the media. Right. So he controlled the narrative. He controlled the school systems, the police officers, the doctors. And, so and now, the churches. Don't and the forget churches. That. Oh, absolutely. And so now these guys are believing this man. And they're thinking that these Jewish people are going to give them a deadly disease and that they are diseased humans. And so now they're sitting in their house as the cart, as the, the, um, the car goes by, the train car goes by with a bunch of screaming Jews on their way to their death. And they turn their radio up. That's cognitive yeah. dissonance. Yes. That's going yeah. a disbelief that they, ha- they, they separate themselves from the, from the human it becomes de they get de there's no empathy or sympathy there's they i don't even know the word for that but it is it is crimes against humanity that's happening right yeah. now and well, for us not to see what's going on well they can't see the contradictions either they literally can say two things in the same sentence and not realize that these are actually contradictory i was just having a conversation with a pastor about this exact subject and he said to me there are all kinds of pastors that will tell you this is who i voted for but if you ask them are you against abortion (laughs) right are you against this this is you just start naming these things and they would say they're against every one of those things but they would never see that the person they're voting for is the exact opposite of everything they say they believe right you know it's just just like somebody who says i don't believe in having any debt well if everything they have is if they really own it you see what i'm saying then they would believe that but you can see a lot of the people that are the most against debt are the ones who are all in the debt and so this is this part where what do we call that in the bible it's called being a hypocrite right so we really have a reason why this happens now i know at the at the convention there Dr. Malone talked about uh, a book particularly about the, um, oh, it was like a mass hypnosis. Mass formation psychosis. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Did you remember that part? Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I didn't get to see the whole presentation. I went back and what? watched it. You she were like, probably a little busy that you day. You mean you were like behind the scenes not <laughs> listening to the speakers? Everything. But I have seen him since then, right? <laughs> All over the Joe Rogan show, three hour most downloads ever with Joe Rogan. Uh, amazing. Um, so 50 excited. million views. I mean, and that's the other piece, the, the censoring, the censorship that's happening with these scientists and these doctors. Yes. It's right. un, unprecedented, the censorship that's happening. So all of these doctors, and they talked about it in the form that they were, when they were in the, um, on Sunday, having the, um, uh, with Ron, Ron Johnson, mm-hmm. they had the round table. And it was amazing. And then talking about the censorship that's happening, that there's not, they're not allowed to have a debate. So if you disagree with me, then let's sit down and talk about it. Right. Yeah. When did that stop? I mean, that's something that we've always talked about on our podcast is when, when did we say that you not agreeing with me is hate speech? When did, when did we target that person and say, you're a terrorist because you don't agree with me? Um, and we have to be very careful of that. Right. And, and we and to the point to where we're, we're saying, not only are you not allowed to disagree with me, you're not allowed to say you disagree with me. Because if you do, I'm going to threaten you to have you arrested and take away your rights. I, it's this systematic... <laughs> sorry, I can't help it. But so um, we did jump a little bit ahead. But I was looking on this lady's social medias, and um, she is described as a truth activist and a health freedom activist. And I think that you definitely, from just the little bit that uh, she has said, can get an idea of what that is. But just for some of you that are like, oh, I'm not familiar with that term. What does that mean? 
So when I say truth activist, is that when I when I say something online, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's from a from a study, peer reviewed studied, or from a Dr. Malone or Dr. Peter McCullough, yep. and and just you know, like I have these numbers, and I always talk about facts matter. Yes, right. Agreed. And even from the CDC, when we talk about the VAERS reporting system, right, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, this is a system that's a part of the government or part of the CDC, right. and so you cannot. Mm-hmm. And disvalidate it, right? You, you're trying to tell me what I'm saying is false. No, this is true. And there are 21,000 deaths that have been reported, yeah. right? And there's over a million adverse events that have happened. So help me understand that. So are you telling me, you, but but you've never heard that anyone's died from the vaccine? Oh, okay. Well, let me give you but some more data. But those reports are fake, isn't that? No, it takes it. So it takes three hours. Do you know anyone that's going to take three hours to fill out eight pages, and that only that 95 percent of the information that's filled out is filled out by a physician's office. Those are the studies. And Harvard did a study in 2010 that found that less than 1% of vaccine injuries and adverse events have been reported because many of the doctors that are out there are brainwashed. Sorry, it's just true. They're either brainwashed or they're putting their head in the sand and they don't want to hear the truth. And so the numbers that are happening, people are dying. And for the pastors that aren't speaking out, shame on you. Because you're going to sit there and tell me you believe in and uh, um, uh, to prevent, uh, to fight for a life in the womb, then why aren't you fighting for the lives out of the womb? Right. And now they're going after our children. And their children have a 0.0003% chance of dying from this. They have a higher chance of dying from a car accident and a flu than they do from the Rona. And they are not asymptomatic. It's never happened in the history of our world. This is a, this is a respiratory infection. And these children are not going to go home and kill grandma. And shame on you for telling them that. Because the psychological and neurological damage that's happening on our children is unacceptable. That's called propaganda. I mean, you see it even on shows. It's... uh it's, it's everywhere you look now. It's that constant brainwashing mm-hmm. on our kids' shows. Uh, one of the shows they were watching, it was a Disney show. And the kid on there, his dummy said something, are you still watching uh, Fox News? And the other girl said, uh, yeah, because they're so factual. And and it's a teenager show. And you're like, you know what? That is propaganda. I, I walked in, I was like, boys, you know what that's called? Let's talk about this. It's really important because... Uh, you know, they're starting at that level with kids. So, uh, Sesame Street. Yes. Sanjay Gupta from CNN was on Sesame I saw, Street I saw. promoting and the vaccine for children and telling them that if you get this, you're going to protect grandma. Yeah, and they were like, Rosita was like, I got mine. It was a little pinch and it was fine. You're like, that's gross. It's yeah. disgusting. Um, it, that, first of all, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but they're Muppets. They don't get coronavirus. I mean, they're probably the only things around here that don't get the coronavirus, according to those quote-unquote doctors. But, uh, yeah, she probably yeah. would have been fine without it. Yeah. I had a patient the other day that was telling me, you know, here he is seeing a family, bring their kids in. And the kids weren't excited, but they got red Band-Aids, Right. And then the parents took pictures, yeah. okay, to, to memorialize the event. You can see the mm-hmm. kind of propaganda. Well, it's a Facebook banner that says, I've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and go back and listen to those two episodes we did with Save Our Children Project. We go into all those details about while the most obvious thing in the world is that kids do not need a vaccine. And certainly, <clears throat> I love, of course, um, um, Paul Rand, Rand Paul. I was going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> 
doctor. Dr. Rand Paul. When he said that kids are more likely to be struck by lightning, he wasn't lying. And when it comes to zero to four, like just say, you know, just under five, there's no kids that died of this. There's zero and then there's absolute zero. And they're talking about going to infants. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. It's the most crazy thing in the world. And we've never had, um, we've never ever protected, harmed our children to protect the elderly. Right. Okay. And then, and then there are so many studies to show, and we won't even get into Fauci right now, but since he took office, he's been there for 50 years. There are so many autoimmune, autoimmune diseases that have been created from, 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 jet, from the vaccines yes. that yeah. have been introduced. And don't even get me started on that because I've learned more in two <laughs> years than I have my whole life. And if I could do it over again, it, my children would not. Mine no. either. Mine either. No. We, it's so funny because that was one of the things we're talking about in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, if, if you've read four hours or listened to four hours of vaccine, you have more information than your medical doctor. Yeah. That's right. Four yeah. hours, not four credit hours. Cumulative. Four hours yeah. in a day. Yep. Right. So you probably already hit on this, but um, you, you're very passionate which we love, but I want to know what was your watershed moment to where you're like, you know what, I've got to, I cannot just sit here and listen to this. I have to do something. What activated you? Yeah. So somebody asked me that the other day and um, they're like, how did you start doing this? Um, Cause I was happy living my life, right? I was going to pole vault meets. I was visiting my kids up in, um, in Virginia and traveling with my husband. Um, he's semi-retired and all of a sudden <laughs> um, the pandemic happened. So we were on a cruise and we had heard about something was going on, but our crews went to the ABC Islands. We got off the boat, and I got a text message. And that text message was from a, neuro, a neurologist friend of mine that I used to go to church with. And she says, are you going to quarantine? Mm. And I looked at my husband, and I showed him the text, and I just put, no. That's <laughs> all I put. And so we get home, and our anniversary was March 17th, and we went to Seasons 52. And there were two tables, my, my table and another table that was um, taken. And I, I said, I am so sorry that you are not making money right now. Yeah. And I said, honey, leave him a big tip. And then I went home and Rashid Buttar and Dr. Shiva Duray, who I've had the blessing with Dr. Shiva to go to dinner with and hang out with, he's a trip. Um, but at that moment I knew, and so it, that kind of propelled me. And then I saw the, the mandates coming down, closing of the stores. And I'm like, wait, 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 it hit me. But Publix can stay open. Why are they closing you? Why are you, why are you closing down? Wait, 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 Costco can stay open, the Sands Club, but you can't stay open? Oh, Amazon, how come you have those trucks already? Did you right. order those trucks like three months ago to be ready for this? Right. And so I just, I just knew, intuitively I knew, like not one second did I ever believe. And even when you're watching New York, and then I started seeing duplicate pictures, and then even when it happened in Italy, and I, I just sought information, I'm like, something's not right. Mm -hmm. The Lord blessed us with an immune system, we need to take care of it. And then we're one of the, our country, like we are one of the, the, the lowest, healthiest, unhealthiest countries in the world. Why is that? And we spend more money on health than any other country. So that's kind of where it happened for me is, um, and then I started calling to the county commissioner because you couldn't go there. And then just started, and I met Audra and Dave Happy and all these people that I've become friends with on the, um, uh, on the call, I started writing down names. Okay, she, okay, Audra Christian, she's four. Okay, check mark. Oh, this person, she's not. And that is how it started. And then we met, and then from there, the, everything grew. Wow, all right. Yep. Well, you definitely lit a fire under you, and you, <laughs> you are on fire. Well, I knew they lied to us, right? right? So, And then you know that they're lying. Like, my uncle is so deathly scared of this. Like, he literally 
Six months ago, he knew I was at a rally or something because I shot him a picture. He ran inside his house and closed his door and locked it and sat on his chair and would not come to it because I had been around a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. So when you see it affect personally affecting your family, yeah. then you're like, oh, no, no. You've got to see this. So I'm shooting him pictures. I didn't want him to get the jab. He got the jab. And, I'm, I, and I know what it does to your immune system, releasing of the spike proteins. I know it's going to compromise people's immune system. They're already compromised with all the pesticides and the herbicides and yes. the plastics and not to mention EMFs. Right. Well, that, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. That is going to be another huge conversation. Yeah. Um, so you're – go ahead, Kev. Well, you can tell you're really waiting. focused on the kids, and you know that's one one of the big things we have. But you also mentioned you guys are working with schools. What are the things that the schools have been doing that have really you're you're trying to address? So I would say Moms for Liberty, which is with Angela, she's leading up that. So I'm the health freedom arm, and then Angela is the. So at the beginning, we were showing up, speaking at the school board meetings, talking to the to the um, the committees. Um, it, it was it was crazy. I would have to tell you, it was it was very sad to walk in there to that place. You felt like you were in a high security prison. Yeah. Right. To go in and with the masking and with I mean watching every step that you took and if it fell below your nose and it was it was sad. Like it would make the average person just sad. And we just I'm like, have y'all lost all ability to think that you are trying to? People are actually there to protest because they want to keep masks on their children right like you got to go something is wrong here something is wrong there are not people dying in the streets right they're not and if people would just take a step back and really look at the numbers so i started going to the cdc in march literally when this happened Mm -hmm. i started figuring out how to get to the cdc website that printed off the numbers and i literally had printed off showed people the numbers about what was really happening i mean eight thousand people die a week did we forget about the number one cause of death in our country's heart disease and, and cancer? Did we no, wait, forget that? It's not coronavirus? No. What? Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, what are we doing? So basically it was just replacing one of those others. So the average death rate, and I've said this a million times, actually in England, it's 82. In the United States, it's 79. The average death rate in our country before the Rona was 79. And the average death weight with the Rona was 79 and 2.9 comorbidities. And if you were if you were paying attention, I have a clip from the Department of Health, a uh, young lady um, in Ohio that said, if they're in hospice and they showed a symptom of, of the Rona, then we're going to count that as a positive, as a Rona death. Right. Right. So when you start hearing Scott Jensen, right, governor, he's going for governor right now in Minnesota. He came out to talk about how they were telling them how to rewrite a death certificate. I mean, guys, this is fact. Right. Never in, the, in his career have they ever sent him a letter to tell him how to write up a death certificate because they're getting more money for deaths. Mm-hmm. They're getting more money on the ventilator. They're getting more money if they, if they coded a, a COVID death. Dr. Kaufman was one of the first guys that talked about how back in March, and that's in the book, uh, The COVID Beast, exactly that document that showed that they could actually make these changes based upon suspicion alone. Mm -hmm. When you have suspicion that suddenly changes your financial equation, this is the most valuable diagnosis that they can make. So all of a sudden, everybody has corona. Sounds like Alex was ready, but she's not ready. Oh, I didn't know you were going to touch me. I'm sorry. Like, I threw it right to her, and she just didn't know what to do. It's shocking. Sorry. So, you know, you talk about other things like medical mandates, as in this is not the only one. What do you mean by that? So we've been force-injecting our children to go to school. 
So you have to you have to get vaccinated. So in California, if you don't have all your vaccines, you're not allowed in the school. They do not accept religious exemption. Yes. Yeah. So we've had we're fighting medical tyranny. We've been fighting medical tyranny. So that's what Pam Popper has been all about is fighting medical tyranny. And so we have to understand that, you know, as when we go into the hospital right now is even more dire. Right. I have the ability if I don't have the ability like you two, y'all are married. Mm-hmm. You go to the hospital. She can't go in. So so you're you're now unconscious. Who's making that health decision? A stranger exactly. that doesn't even know you. And by the way, you guys rode up together in the car. Right. And y'all been in the house all week together. Right. And y'all hug each other like and you can't go in there. Let, let's, where's the common sense, sense right? right? And that goes back to my first rally because I'm like, where everybody, we've lost common sense. My first rally was in September of 2020. It was called the Common Sense Truth and Freedom Rally. Wow. I love that name. That was my rally. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds like you're radically committed to truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we get into the ranting. Don't we? Well, yeah, we'll this go off on that. This is not my ranting. Yeah, I always try and tell people like a helpful piece of advice. If you feel like you have to take someone to the hospital that is close to you, that's your partner, for covid Try not to, but if you have to, I, I just, I, what is that? I can't think. It just left my brain. Where you sign your medical rights over to the other person can make decisions for you. Um, it's something Power that, of attorney. Thank you. My brain just brain fart. That is something we now have to think about so that at least they can't do that to you. They can't say, you can't come in here. That power of attorney, it... You know, no, it seems like a really big inconvenience, but it can mean the difference between life and death for that partner. And unfortunately, we're still working on that. They're still really? trying to, yeah, even if Ugh. you have that, it's still it's a really, challenge. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it is just one, maybe it's another obstacle that makes it a little harder for them to uh, unilaterally shut you out and make decisions that are counterintuitive. Yeah. So for your audience, just to say, first of all, COVID, right? What does COVID mean? Certificate of Vaccination Identification. Right. So the original quote-unquote variant that happened two years ago is not here. No, it's right. gone. Okay, it's gone. Right. This is- so, so common sense would tell you, are you vaccinating me for a virus that's already gone? So why do you have right. to mandate a vaccine for something that doesn't exist and it doesn't work with the quote-unquote Omicron? Right. 30 so common variations sense would tell you can still shed it, you can still get it. Delta. And that's where you have to start to realize that there is a new evil from their perspective. It's the most evil thing on the planet. It's called vaccine hesitancy, right? right? And once you understand that our Bibles in Revelations, the 13th chapter, says that Satan cannot get his ultimate goal accomplished if he doesn't get access to our bodies. Folks, we can stop him right there. And so this is why the vaccine narrative directly ties into what is a justification for getting access to your body. You know they want it mandatory, right? That's why this is a system religiously, from our Bible's perspective, we can't live with a system that won't let us have autonomy for our bodies. Well, it goes back to the propaganda, right, and how the fear has been used. Yes. And just understand fear is false evidence appearing real. And they're utilizing the TV as a propaganda machine to spit out, um, to fear monger individuals to go in and get the jab. So if you really, your audience would just take a step back and really get in tune with and learn how to recognize true propaganda within the TV shows. First of all, I would say turn your TV off, Right. right? Like don't, don't even watch TV. But if you have it on, point it out to your family members. Say, look at that, look at that. Because if you repeat a lie so many times enough, it mm-hmm. becomes truth. Right. And that's what's happened but right now. So they're using Fauci. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's, you know, he's, 
the fear is just unprecedented and the fear mongering. And if we can't recognize that and understand that, I always talk about the three lanes of doctors and they go, well, my doctor told me to, like my uncle did. He's like, well, my doctor told me to get the vaccine. I go, well, your doctor's in the left lane. Your doctor's working 60, 70 hours a week. His head's in the sand. He's been indoctrinated by the medical profession. Um, and he believes in the CDC and the HHS. And we used to believe. I used to, uncle. I used to trust them. I did. I mean, I didn't have any reason not to. Right. I go, but now evidence has been shown to me that this is a money game. I mean, the CDC, when you told me they own 57 vaccine patents, mm-hmm. they spend $4.9 billion a year buying and distributing vaccines. It's a business. Right. 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 And the number of billionaires that were created and they're wiping out the middle class. Right. right. I mean, you've got to connect the dots. When people take a step back enough and say, you know, again it's cognitive dissonance right like but you have to learn how to have conversations with your relatives so if you've gotten the jab and i don't say that to be smart but it's not a vaccine and that's what right. the, the line that they're trying to use is that this is not vaccines as we know them this is not this is an experimental mrna gene therapy and this is the largest global experiment to happen in the history of our world that's and right we have to recognize that and until we do you guys are the test market and now i just lost my 25 year old brazilian son 10 days before christmas because he was coerced into taking the jab the booster to go to Canada and go to Brazil. 25-year-old healthy young man, my son's childhood wow. best friend, and we had to bury him 10 days before Christmas. It's not right. No, it's not. Okay. You, you know what this is. They're they're killing they're killing people. This is this is murderers, right? Medical you can't, murder. You know, yeah. this is what I'll say. You know, I was at a chiropractic convention and we basically spent 10 hours a day in this room hearing about how number one, if you'd like to be a chiropractor, you want to stay out of jail. And the two ways you do that you have to absolutely prove that what you're prescribing for the patient is medically necessary. That's number one. Number two, it's all about informed dis- uh, consent and disclosure. If you don't do those two things, you're going to be in jail. And yet we don't have any of that happening now. Right. This is completely letting go of any kind of normal. And you can't recommend or mandate treatment for something that isn't even something that's necessarily to be treated. Natural immunity is really the key here that they have discriminated against as if this guy needed anything. Right. And I think with Matthew, he had um, seizures since he was in ninth grade. And so he hadn't had a seizure in a year. So his underlying condition, because they're not writing medical, like Canada is not accepting, Brazil is not accepting a medical um, form. They're not. Okay. They're not taking it. The so medical some, exemption doesn't happen. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. They're so not all accepting of them, religious or medical no. exemptions. No, so that's a one-size-fits-all approach. You can't yes. come to Canada. If you want to come here, you have to get the jab. Yes. And so are they going to call it from the vaccine? No. They're just going to say he had a seizure and he died. Well, that's <laughs> when I say you can't be vaccine-hesitant. If you do that, it doesn't matter what we do to you because what you're talking about here is going to kill millions if you're vaccine-hesitant. If you're vaccine-hesitantly spreads, right, you're going to be what? A murderer of millions of people. And that is literally their mindset. Right. Well, I think we've been so infiltrated with the PSYOPs to convince us... <sighs> that you know this is what we should do because i mean look at all the movies how long have they been you know if you do a deep dive into propaganda and how long they've been doing it and every tv show movies it's (laughs) come on 
it's everywhere. You can't avoid it. It's just, it's, it's a fascinating thing. If, if maybe this is too heady for you, I just, just look up psyops and how they, they infiltrate a culture and a country and how that happens. And you will find it everywhere. Right. That's what's happening to us now. And it's been for so long, guys. We're not talking 10 years. We're not talking 20 years. It's it's insane. There's a movie called Out of Shadows. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm write that out, down. Of sh- out of Shadows.org. It really goes over two guys who worked. They were stuntmen in the in the movie industry, and they became Christians. Wow. And it's a great movie, and it shows they were in Batman and all these things, but it showed what was happening behind the scenes in Hollywood, and it's very eye opening. The CIA and the what's what's happening truly from a propaganda standpoint. Yeah. And it's all been to brainwash us yeah. into this way of thinking to yeah. try and fall in line. So, yeah. you know, you're <laughs> so my theory is that the people that are listening to this and I hope some of you um, don't completely agree with us so that maybe you hear this and it changes your mind and you look up that information for yourself. Um, but I feel like have you always been a little bit of a rebel? I mean, the strong personality. I mean, because I feel like the people that are here that are backing troublemakers yeah we're troublemakers right we're natural troublemakers we're the rabble rousers we're the rebels we're yeah i would the black sheep if you were to ask my friends they'd probably say yes yeah that's i, ha- I had a feeling just yeah, because yeah. you have a very strong voice and yeah. a very strong opinion but well, what's it like to be married to a troublemaker you see what i'm saying yeah right <laughs> like that's my it. wife would say i'm a little bit of a troublemaker <laughs> and she's definitely a troublemaker yeah yeah i so. would definitely say rex and i are a type personalities both but his his is you know there's different levels of it right so we're both basketball players. I play. We both play basketball in college. So we're both athletes, and um, he's oh, a golfer. Wow. And he, you know, he's uh, he's supporting me a hundred percent. That's awesome. Great. He might not be out there, but he, you know, it's funny. I'll find him talking to someone. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's regurgitating <laughs> things that I've said. And I'm like, oh, it's sinking, sinking in. Right. It has to, right? Because it, at this point, because you said you have a seven city tour coming up that you're going to be doing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, yeah, so Robin Openshaw, who is AKA Green Smoothie Girl, yep. um, she and I met back in, I wanna say it was October of 2010. And we were at an event in Sanford. And I, I had followed Robin over the years. And um, I she's said- She's vaccine injured for those yeah, of Yeah, she's vaccine injured from know. the flu shot. Yep. And, she, and her child was vaccine injured as well. Mm-hmm. And we're about the same age, so she just turned, is turning 55. And she emailed, or she, so I, I kind of texted her and I said, hey, you wanna come to my event I put together? And I, I said that because I knew she was a freedom fighter. She, she started the freedom fight in Utah. And she mm-hmm. recently moved um, because she was pretty much forced to because of all the crazy governor that's living there. But she amassed a huge following there and they're going, they're showing up to the governor's mansion and they've got rallies and protests and they're showing up to the school board. And um, so I knew that she was kind of on the same page we were. Mm-hmm. And I called her up and, and uh, so she came down to the event and then she called me in a little bit and everybody's like, what are you going to do now? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, whatever God, wherever God leads me, you know, yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of my Amen. direction. I just kind of, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I get, I get a call from Robin. She's like, I want to do a seven city tour. I was like, Oh, I want to duplicate what you did around the state of Florida. And I was like, you do. Wow. Okay. Um, she wanted to be like you. 
No. <laughs> she, she, she's already done this. So she did um, actually 450 cities over six years with her green smoothie. Wow. So that's kind of where she got the idea. And um, I'm telling you, so she's she's funding the tour. Great. And yeah. So she's um, and we're going to get it we're, we're hopefully to break even because it's not a not for profit event. The goal and, and what I think everybody needs to hear with this is that people in Florida are living in a bubble. They yeah. are. They okay. don't even Protective understand. Bubble. So the United States, so the world, because we are a superpower, we used to be. Okay? Right. Um, we used to be. Um that they're looking at the United States. Australia is going, come on, United States. They're trying yeah. to cheer us on. They're like, Definitely. come on, you guys, break they it. Are. All right. And then the United States is looking at Florida. They're looking at DeSantis. Right. They're going, okay. And then we're going, well, you know, Trump just got dominioned. And whether you like Trump or not is not the point. The point is we want to live in a country where there's free and fair elections. Yes. Period. Yep. Okay, so we know there was fraud 100%. There's right. no question about it. It doesn't matter what it's all. You've got some dirty lawyers, some dirty judges. And yes, there is a cabal that's watching over this, but don't think eyes are on DeSantis. So when the election comes up, they're not going to try to dominion him. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get our election integrity system that's right. addressed, you know, there's like spokes in a wheel. And so if we, we will end up like uh, Gavin, we'll end up like California. And yeah. we'll have a Gavin Newsom in Florida. And then people will go, oh, I should have, would have, should have, should have, would have, could have. And I'm like, it's a little late now. So what we want to do is lock on with leaders around the state of Florida, mm-hmm. pastors, right, business owners, um, all the freedom fighters that are out there and say, look, we need to lock arms and we need to make this a success. And we need to fill these seats with people that are like in the middle. They don't, they know something's weird. Get them in here. How can we get them in here? People from the church, they know something's weird. If the pastors would speak up, but if we could get these pastors to announce an event like this, to say, look, just go and hear the other side. Right. Right. And so we're going to all these cities in the state of Florida, April 21st through the 30th. Awesome. And um, where can we find that information so we can tell everyone? Um, Takeactionforfreedom.com. And then we will have, I will get you the official link when we have it up right now. Okay. That's you'll find it. Yeah. And we'll need links to all your stuff too, so that we can, on the article that goes with us, we can direct people where to go. They can just click on it. All right. Have your up, man. So one of the questions I would ask is being who you are and what you've been through and you've heard some of those same things at seminars, what do you think's going on? Why are the doctors going along with this? Okay, again, back to the, the there's three different types of doctors, right? <laughs> there's the one, the CNN doctor, there's a CNN doctor that has received 58, I think it's $58 million from Fauci's organizations, right? Whether it's the NAID or the NIH. So they're going to follow along with what Fauci is doing. There, this is a global conspiracy. Yes. So I know that's hard for the average Joe to take. It was hard for me at the beginning. Yeah. But if you've seen the World Economic Forum and what's going on, these doctors right now, some of them really don't know what's going on. They and they're, and they're, they're so brainwashed that they think these, these flu-like symptoms are the COVID and they throw them on a ventilator. A lot of the deaths have been caused by malpractice. Yes. Okay. So that's the problem. Number one. Number two, the ones that are in the middle. So you got that lane of doctors who just don't think they would ever lie to them. And they follow everything to the mm-hmm. T, whatever they say. But then they don't take a step back and go, wait a minute. Why, why are we using this one-size-fits-all approach, remdesivir and this other pro, other um, medication to put every single COVID, quote-unquote, COVID patient on? 
one size does not fit all, especially no. when you look at the remdesivir studies to show that people die from remdesivir yes. and they have kidney failure and they go into adrenal uh, and that failure. first few, you know, like in New York, it was only 12% of the people on ventilators that even survived. Right. So because they don't know how to use them. You have to be trained and taught how to use a ventilator. And a lot of these guys were coming from med school. And then you have these other doctors that have, you know, six-figure medical bills to pay for. Right. They're not spinking out against the hospital administrators. They have a f young kids, and they have mm -hmm. a family, and they're and you know what? They're just keeping quiet. So what I try to tell people is that Obamacare was exactly the opposite of what they were threatening us with. Instead of governmental takeover, it actually allowed big conglomerates to take over health care. Right. And you look at what they're doing, and they come out with these protocols, and these doctors have to follow their COVID protocols, and anything good is not on that protocol. And right. these doctors are just like you and me. We, we have trouble paying our bills sometimes, right? And you think, well, what's the number one reason I've had people come in my office and tell me they took the jab? Job, job. I can't live, right, yeah. without a paycheck. Right. That's the number one reason. And so remember, doctors are the same here. But you can see here, they don't have an education in this area, right? Mm -hmm. You start to really look at the foundations of our medical system, you start to realize that Rockefeller owned all the oil, and that's where the pharmaceutical countries came from. And what did he do when he founded the pharmaceutical nation, right? He, he started the AMA, right? To what? Prescribe the, the products that he was actually making, right? Yeah. And then when the cancer started to show up, what did he do? He founded the American Cancer Society to control the narrative. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening here, right? Yeah. I think um, there's a movie, Plandemic, the PlandemicSeries.com. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, so we have all of them coming to our next event. Mickey oh. Willis. I love it. Yeah, love Mickey it. Willis, Judy, Judy Mikovits, yep. David Martin is going to be at our next event. And they were all in the their, Plandemic 3 is coming out. And in the, in the second one, the first one was 26 minutes. The second mm -hmm. one goes over the history of big pharma and how it was introduced. So I think once people are willing and open, and you have to ask yourself that. If you're listening to this, are you willing and are you open to hearing the truth? And I, sometimes I say another truth because you have the idea that what you believe is true. And then someone yeah. introduces you another line of thought do you have the cognitive ability to take a step back and go, what if they're right? What if right. what we're saying is right? And that's what I want to challenge your audience on is that if you have people in your family, learn how to have dialogue, not attacking them, not make fun of them. You know, we're doing this legit because we care. Right. We care about people. I know people who've died. It's, it's every time I meet someone, I hear a death story. And it's not from COVID. Okay. It's from the jab. Right. And you're going, and then I've had people, well, how do you know that? Okay, well, you know what? They were perfectly fine. They ran five miles before that, and now they're dead. All these athletes that are dropping, my son's an athlete. I was texting and messaging on Instagram athletes I don't even know. And I'm like talking to them about the jab. And I had a couple of responses back. I want to protect my grandma because they've bought into the fake narrative. Right. So these healthy athletes, and then they're making them wear masks. He just got back from Reno to a pole vault summit. They're making them in Reno, Nevada, in classrooms. All these young children are wearing masks, and Sandy Morris, who was an Olympic silver medalist, she's wearing a mask. She's got a picture of her on Instagram. Mm. And I'm like, what are we doing? And, and where are the Aaron Rodgers that are standing up to this nonsense? We need more people yeah. standing up, but they don't want to get canceled. Jimmy, right. Levy, Jimmy Levy has a great story. 
he sings that song with uh, high res mm -hmm. about uh, the we are the revolution and save our children yeah. and he's coming to our event and he got canceled he was um he was on um what's the show the singing show the voice yeah uh, um, the american idol yeah american idol and he got canceled from them so he basically got canceled lost his manager because he started speaking up for freedom when all this mm -hmm. happened it's not popular right it's not that and the <laughs> the amount of information you realize that it, it's so, so in order to make this sort of perfect storm of uh covid vaccine crap happen <laughs> it's a lot of different arms it's like an octopus right so you pick up one arm and you realize it's attached to this thing that's bigger and then there's another arm that in, at some point you're like it's so much information i know it's daunting but if you follow that trail uh, you know it's it's hard to deny it right but just just look at one of those arms and start to follow that trail and follow th where that leads you'll I, that I don't know how anyone could deny it once they did that but I understand that a lot of people I think it's fear what do you think yeah I do but I think you've got to find where your hot button is because if you're still sitting back watching Netflix okay. and you think and you're going on vacation and you're thinking nothing's changed, I can't live <laughs> life like I used to. Yeah. Honestly, no. it's very difficult for me to just go out and live life and like la 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 la, you know, because if you the minute you get on an airplane, it starts. Yeah. Right. Then you get off the airplane, then they want a PCR test. I've never done a PCR test. I don't even know what it feels like, but I'm not going to do a PCR test. Right. And so it it inconveniences me at that point but you know what there's a lot of places i can visit in florida in, uh, in the united states right. okay, i can drive but um i think once you identify the, like again back to the spokes of the wheel i mean human trafficking what's happening on our border that's a whole other guys common sense we've had almost two million people come over and walk across our border fentanyl is the number one killer between 15 and 23 15 years old and 23 the number one cause of death is fentanyl where do you think it's coming from it's coming from the border right all right mm -hmm. human trafficking it's real child trafficking right. is real well i volunteer in that space it's real where yeah and that's the other thing too is if, if you look deeper all these um people that they're forcing into our borders where do all the children go mm -hmm. take a look where did they go no one knows well someone knows but they're not talking about it because it's a nice dirty little secret and it there's i mean all these people being brought in the spike in child sex trafficking is outrageous and yeah. egregious and open your eyes well remember folks what did hitler do to all the nations he invented something called blitzkrieg and that's exactly what they're doing us they're hitting everything all at once and they're trying to make us focus on one thing that actually is going to be much worse if we if we miss it yeah. what they mean by that is you don't come up with a, a a cure that's worse than the disease this cure uh, that they've come up with has virtually destroyed America financially right. we are on the verge of implosion yeah. you want to see America go nuts you watch what happened when our money is worth nothing right. already we've lost 30 percent right you open up our borders that is a cancer okay to the whole country they can put it all over the country not just drugs but sex trafficking and you start to see how this whole thing starts to unravel because people are worried about something wrong so i cover this in the book it's really the first chapter it's called only covid lives matter those are the only lives that matter we get right. to nobody else lives matter 
So we deal with $15.1 trillion we spent in 2020, 15.1. If we would have spent 1.8% of that, we could have solved world hunger, malaria, and all waterborne illnesses. Everybody on the planet would have had clean water to drink, and we would have saved 36 times as many people as died in America. And who are those children that died? Okay, they're all children, almost all of them. If, infants in that's Africa. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. instead, we watched our television while they had two little numbers up there that held us hostage for these last two years. Do you think we would have had children dying? Do you think they'd be dying today? Do you think they'd be sex trafficked today if, if our media was showing us this death and destruction? Of course not. Realize that we are being controlled. They control what we think about. They're the ones who are blitzkrieging us with all these other things and distracting us while they're absolutely destroying our country and taking away our freedoms. Yeah. Well, I think I got the feeling back to my mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another question, you know, you, you talk about peaceful compliance. What does that mean to you? Non-compliance. Um, no, I'm sorry. Non-compliance. Wow. Yeah. Peaceful, <laughs> Maybe my mouth hasn't woke up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's not. It's not going out and burning cities down. We're right. not doing that. Amen. You know, we are just. We're not patronaging the stores that are asking us to put on a mask or forcing their workers to get a vaccine or wear a mask. We're, our strategy and what we try to do at our meetings is to teach our our people that come that are to go out and be the arms and feet of Jesus, if you will, right? To go into these stores and go, you know what? And of truth is to go talk to them. So let's say you go into Marshall's and everyone's wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. Hi, could I see your manager, please? And we go up and say, excuse me. Yeah, I just want to let you know, I am so offended that you guys, I cannot see their beautiful smiles, that you are having your workers still wear a mask. Have you not seen the studies that show that they're ineffective? Same thing at a restaurant. You know what? Susie gave us great service. But you know what? We are offended. You're creating this second-class citizen. What makes us better than her that we don't have to wear a mask and she does? That's right. Okay, so we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We have to take an extra five minutes to call over the managers. We have to have strategies. And those are just simple things that we can do. We've got to show up at the school board and the county commissioner meetings. We need to go. We need to be a voice. And guess what, guys? I used to say I wasn't political. Right. I mean, I voted. Right. But I didn't get involved. I'm getting involved because those are the people that are, are creating the legislation that kept us locked down during this craziness back in uh, March and April of 2020. So we got to have the commissioners and the, and the congressional candidates that stand for freedom and bodily autonomy. We need those that stand for the Constitution. Yeah. It's funny. The other day. I saw some people that were in a store and they all had to wear a mask. It was clear nobody else was and there was no reason for them to be. I told them, I said, you know, if you go work here, here and here and here, they don't make you wear masks. You know, and yeah. when we go into Subway and Moe's, we goes, good to see you guys aren't wearing masks today. Because I don't know if I would eat here otherwise because, you know, I just have to see the face of the person that made my food. You right. see, I mean, it's all it's all what we put out there. Yeah. Well. There's also this, but I mean, I have to say, um, there's a study uh, that was just published. I know it's been out for a month or two, but Sean, Dr. Sean Dioni, I think that's his name, um, that did a study that children, babies being born now, their IQs are lower because the mom always walking around having less oxygen with that mask on. Um, <clears throat> Dr. Dioni, you should look it up. 
Um, yeah. It's out there. It's easy to find. Seven points lower is their IQ level. Mm. That's IQ level. scary. Mm-hmm. That And it should be scary. Right. Uh, the other thing is, so when you're the woman, and this is, guys, this is, this is the propaganda right here. This says, I want to speak to your manager. What do we call her in society? We call her a Karen. Mm-hmm. How many videos out there are there about Karens? Don't be a Karen. Um, that's just another form of propaganda. They're just trying, because if you are that person, it's like, I would like to talk to your manager. No matter what it's about, you're instantly labeled a Karen. Right. Yeah. And that's just that thing that we're doing to try and get people to not do that, to just mm-hmm. just comply. Just yeah, be I mean, obedient. We, and, we, and we showed up at the Saturday morning market without masks. It was outside, hmm. not wearing a mask. Well, I, it's so ridiculous, right? And so they were trying. No in St. Pete, they were trying to make people wear masks, and so we all showed up. They called the cops. I go, go ahead, it's okay. <laughs> what? And I'm like, go ahead and call them. And they didn't show up, but the manager was following me every single place that I went. Hmm. And it was just, I, I just, I looked at her. I go, you really have a problem. I go, you really do. Oh, we just don't want to get close. I go, you're not going to get close because of me. I mean, you go, you go back to doing your thing and I'm going to go shopping and I was nice and that's peaceful. Yeah. I wasn't burning anything. I wasn't knocking, you know, vendors down. I wasn't attacking anyone. (laughs) I wasn't yelling at anyone. Um, anywhere I go that I do, I have a low voice. I talk, I try to talk calmly and not to cause a scene. Now, you know, I had the cops call me on me at, um, quest and it was simply because I wouldn't wear a mask. And I said, you can make accommodations for me in the back. I know you've done this in the past. And you have to put on a mask. And they literally, I'm going to call the cops. I'm like, well, go ahead. I'll wait outside for him. And I That's waited outside crazy. for the cop. And he came up and he goes, can I see your um, ID? I go, no, I didn't do anything. Right. And what, why do you need to see my ID? Am I breaking the law? Right. I wasn't breaking the law. And I wasn't trying to be mean to him. I said, I am so sorry you have to come here. I apologize for this, but I'm going to go ahead and go. And you just need to understand that you are there to protect my rights, not theirs. Just remember that. And that's what our sheriffs are supposed to do and the cops are supposed to do is protect our rights. Amen. Not the rights of the government. Mm -hmm. So this is a big question. How, How is your faith, you know, uh, you know, you, obviously, some of these organizations are not necessarily Christian organizations, but how has your faith turned into action? Yeah, so that's a big part of my life, right? That's that's who I am, and I will have to say the church that I was involved with, um, I was very disappointed that they closed down. A lot of them did right before they knew. Um, I started having church at my house, and so we had a bunch of people coming over. I remember Easter, we had a packed house. And then we found a church um, that did not require masks, right? Because the, they were still requiring masks. They were social distancing. Mm-hmm. And the stories that I heard, it broke my heart. And then I was trying to, my girlfriends and I were trying to figure out as Christians how to navigate this space knowing that they're watching the box. Mm-hmm. And the information that's being fed to them, they're responding to it. And that's the reason that they're in fear. And how do I dispel fear with my Christian brothers and my Christian sisters? What I did see when things I would share with people online or on Facebook at the beginning, I would just shoot them some information, right? Factual information, a doctor speaking. I mean, I got attacked. My brothers and sisters from other churches that I've known for 20 years attacked me. I know my father got really sick and da, 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 da. And not to mention, I got sick in 2020. I went to Thailand on a mission trip. And I had mold exposure, right? So I had an immune compromised oh. immune system. I got sick twice in, in spring of 2020. And I mean, I was out. I was like, I mean, I was not doing well. 
And this is before all this nonsense happened. So I kind of like used that this whole time. I go, look, I got the flu. I know what the flu is like. Yeah, I know this for people with comorbidities can be a little worse. But you guys are believing that me as a healthy person can give you a deadly disease. And that is false. That is propaganda coming yes. out of your TV. And so I just, you know, at, at the end of the day, I just kind of took a step back. And I just tried to be the, the light at everywhere that I went. But I am telling you, I was so disappointed in a lot of our Christian brethren because they were doing it to keep everyone safe and they didn't want to offend anyone. Right? That's right. That they was were, the problem. They were literally telling them, if you're a Christian, if you're just a good person, you will take this so that you don't kill someone. We literally have people thinking themselves murderers. And of course, our president yeah, came out and said murderers. that. Yeah. Right? You don't have the freedom to kill me with your COVID. And just like you said, we absolutely know there's no such thing as somebody that's an asymptomatic carrier, unless they created super spreaders, but you know what we're talking about there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about it on the show. And um, real quick though, Jesus would not have gotten the jab and Jesus would not you. have worn a mask. FYI. Absolutely. Right. Thank you. So. And isn't that interesting because you know, here you have Franklin <laughs> Graham saying he would saying yeah. that he that that, that you that Jesus name. would take the jab and yeah. that's what you should do. Yeah. And his daughter, by the way, had a double heart attack, 30 years old, after the jab, was in the hospital. Really? I don't know what happened to her. I don't know where she is now. I haven't seen any updates, mm -hmm. but she was double jabbed, maybe maybe tripled. Yeah. In the hospital, 30-year-old well, healthy young woman. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, just remember, as a Christian, we can be deceived. I've been deceived many times yeah. in my life. Okay, I thought I was doing the right thing, and I found out I was doing the wrong thing. So just remember that we have to have mercy upon those people. But when he said that, um, I lost it. I could not believe. First of all, I'm like, wait a minute, aren't you kind of more Baptist? You don't really believe that, you know, Jesus actually talks to people these days, right? You know, so if you well, said not all Baptists, I know, but I'm just saying that they they yeah. don't necessarily believe as much in you know auditory words from God Himself, and here you are saying something like this. So to me. If, if Jesus really didn't tell me something, I would never say something like that, mm -hmm. which is why, you know, I just was really puzzled from even the theological side of even coming out like that. So I just, I didn't even know what to do, honestly. Yeah, it was shocking. And, and it's, I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm just disappointed at some of my friends from the past who I haven't spoken with. And it's, uh, it's been sad to see that, but I'm, I keep dripping on them a little bit at a time. But when you get like, you know. Oh, my sister. You know? Yeah, she didn't talk to me anymore. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. sad. So here's another good question. I know you're local to Florida, but remember we have people from around the world. How can we join you and join what you're doing? Yeah, so MAFA, Florida. Um, so every you can start your own group, right? Don't look at my group. Go to MakeAmericansFreeAgain.com. And if you go to makeamericansfreeagain.com, it gives you a blueprint that you can use at your meeting. So you don't have to be Yvette. You don't have to be Pam. You'd be you. And then you can start with two people. You right. and another person. And then that person invites another person. And then you grow mm -hmm. and you and you share. And it gives you a list of things to do at each of your meetings. And it's so important to surround yourself with like-minded people that understand the dialogue that you're having and, and where you're coming from because it can be lonely out there. And that's one thing that this pandemic has done is, is isolated people. And, Intentionally. Yeah, and it has, and it's separated us, and we're meant to have eye contact and hug and touch and, and, and have conversations. And 
it's it's just been it's been very difficult and our elderly it's just been absolutely just horrific our our elderly are dying alone yes. and i just i am so happy my mom and dad have passed because if they had to live through this and they were in a nursing home i would have to go and like get them out right i would I, it didn't matter i'd put them in my house i'd take care of them i really would i, I just the, what's happening right now that their last few years on this earth the only person they're going to see is that person, that nurse that can go and hang out with them, but you can't. Do you know how many people they killed just because they were that lonely and they had no mm-hmm. one, like you said, to represent mm-hmm. them or even talk to them how he feels? Right. You know, when I would see my grandma and grandfather, it, you know, all, virtually every time I went there, I had to talk to somebody about something. Right, because something wasn't being done. Mm-hmm. Once you understand this, that we need people. They have no checks, no standards that anybody's actually taking care of your loved ones. Why? Because you can't go in there. You know. Yeah, we need advocates. Mm-hmm. That they, there. I remember there was a meme that went out there, and it actually was true because it was a picture of them. It said, "I'd rather die of the COVID than die of loneliness." That's mm-hmm. right. And there was a lot of seniors Amen. that are out there protesting that. So it sounds like MAFA and Community Patriots are synergistic allies. Mm-hmm. What are some of your other allies that help you with this stuff that have the same values? She's oh, flapping yeah. her arms. She almost I know, spilled her tea. Oh, no. Yeah. She so did. The, the Florida Freedom Keepers, um, they've got such a great organization. Isaiah is my local chapter leader in St. Pete. And so they're huge partners. Um, Health Freedom Florida, Moms for Freedom, um, I could Moms for Liberty, which is really focused on the school board. So those are some like health freedom groups mm-hmm. that we uh, Children's Health Defense Florida, which is with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yep. Um, his group. So he has a national chapter, and then he has chapters over across the globe, across the across the water. Mm-hmm. And um, so those are some groups that we. I have been intentional when I first started this. I'm like, why do we have all these different groups? But they each have a purpose. And so my goal in this last event was to, if you notice when you went into the lobby, that I had all of the groups, Health Freedom for Humanity. Mm -hmm. I wanted all the groups to be out there to meet each other and that all the locals could go in and see who is out there standing up for your freedom and for your children and for your grandchildren until you figure out how to do it and then find what button, like where, where do you feel more in alignment with? You know, is it MAFA? Is it... Children's Health Defense Florida, who goes and they, they, they work on legislation mm-hmm. at the state level. And then we will send our information to our group regarding that. That's a whole job in and of itself, right. fighting the legislation that's being passed down with all these senators and getting the right people in office. And they get to have, they, they build relationships with them. They go to Tallahassee. So those are the different groups. Okay, that's awesome. Good to know as well. Um, so I just have two last things. One, what brings you joy? Oh man, family, right? Family and friends. Um, just, you know, cooking a good, healthy meal, you know, getting outside, grounding, feeling the sun, you know, exercising, being with my husband and traveling. I mean, we, you know, my husband and I, we've been married 15 years. And I feel like we're still on our honeymoon, you know? Um, he's just, he's you hear my, that? Sweetheart. You hear that? You hear that? <laughs> so happy for her. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's my soulmate. You know, he supports me and he's just, he's, he's awesome. He's my second marriage and I just love him to death. And, um, Aww. he supports me in what we're doing. And we've had some challenges with our family, his, his extended family, because he kind of grew up in the father knows best. Mm-hmm. And I only have me and my uncle Ricky left. Like my brother passed, my mom and dad passed. So it's really wow. my boys and my 
myself and my uncle, so four of us. And then he has this huge family, and most of them are not on the same page we are. Sure. So that's created a little that's bit tough. of a challenge. Yeah, especially when you have such a small yeah. group. Yeah. yeah, but my boys are like, um, my youngest is engaged to be married, and you know we just uh-huh. love like picking out healthy food and cooking dinners together and hanging out and you know turn off the TV, no TV, and just being together. That's awesome. And um, I just one last thing: is there anything else that you want to share that you want to say? Yeah, um, I think for those of you who are listening who say that I can't do this, it's so easy. You've got to figure out what is your hot button. And is it children? Is it child trafficking? Is it a, is it the election? You know, is it um, uh, is it the vaccine mandates? Is it the mass mandates? What yeah. what is your voter hot integrity? Yeah, Moms for Liberty at the, the oh, there's so many different yeah. areas that you can get involved in. But you know what? Go to a meeting. Um, go to one of these events that we have that they're going to post uh, when we have them. And locally, when you hear about um, health freedom fighters, they are putting their reputations, their lives, their family, everything on the line to fight for truth. Do you really, really think some of these are retired, coming out of retirement because they know the injustices that are happening? So please understand they are not doing it for fame because I will tell you, Peter McCullough was shot at with a plastic bullet. Like a rubber bullet. Um, you know, we have to have security with them. And it's because they are being targeted. So this is not fun to be sued by the company or the, the university that you used to work for. This is not. They are doing this because it's the truth. And they have the studies to back it up. They have their credentials to back it up. Mm-hmm. And because all these other professionals have their head in the sand, this is a global conspiracy. You've got the great Barrington Declaration with like six figures of doctors and scientists See, signing baby, it. she just mentioned my favorite one. I didn't say I had a problem with it. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, I, I just, and I challenge you, to, if you if you have any question about what we're saying, anything that we've said today is true, you know, ask questions. Don't literally turn it off and do research. But when I say do your research, you don't have access to the research we do because it's all being censored. So mm. when people tell me they've done their research that are on the other side of this, I look at them and I go, you can't. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> because that's not science, folks. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Well, um, let people know where they can find you or if uh, they want to communicate with you. Yeah. So my my email is commonsensetruthfreedom at gmail.com. You can email me um, or you can go and sign up on our website, all lowercase, mafa, F-L, mafa, M-A-F-A-F-L.com. And you can sign up and you can get our weekly newsletter or just go on to see what's happening in your area. All right. Great. Thank you. Thank Good. you. So, um, Yvette, we have listeners all over the world. And you've already said it. We here in Florida are living in the bubble. Mm-hmm. We have persecution and um, attacks around the world. Mm-hmm. And it is hard to wake people up in Florida. And yet we are seeing some waking happening. So I just, are you okay with just praying for everybody, all our listeners today? Sure. And uh, cause I know that uh, you have a lot of things that, you know, God has been showing you. And I, I think that people would appreciate that prayer. Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for Alex. Thank you for Kevin. Thank you for the opportunity to come here and just speak my truth. And uh, Lord, you know, all this, this is all you. I give you all the glory because I wouldn't be here without you. And I just, I feel your presence. I feel that you're leading me and guiding me to go out and try to wake people. And I, and I hate to say the term wake people up, but just remove the scales, let them fall off of their eyes and let them have eyes to see 
and ears to hear. And Lord, whatever I might say that can get them motivated, that can create a fire inside of them to know the injustices that are happening around the globe. And guess what? The children have no voice. The parents are speaking for them and these children are being left out to slaughter. They are being jabbed. They are being trafficked and these children are being masked and it's unacceptable. This is on a level of crimes against humanity and we need to stand up. So if that's the hill I'm going to die on, then that's the hill I'm going to die on because I don't accept it. I don't accept what's happening. And Lord, I pray that you will rise up many, many patriots and warriors Amen. And Christians around this world to open up and talk to their pastors and their churches and let the pastors hear this and let them get that fire to speak out no matter what the consequences are. Because if they lose 10, they'll get 30. Yes. And stop worrying about their membership. Stop worrying about what, what people say and do the right thing for the right reason to save our children. So, Father, I just thank you for this platform. I thank you for the opportunity to do what we're doing right now. In your son's name we pray. Amen. 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 And folks, you just heard it from somebody that's out there doing it. And, uh, you know, we feel the same. And we all have to have that moment that that crystallizes us. And, you know, what is it that we're supposed to stand up for? I agree. I think, um, I know I've said this before, maybe one other time, that one of my favorite quotes is by Crazy Horse. Today is a good day to die. And um, that's something that a warrior does. That's something that a hero does. Is you, you, like you said, I'm going to stand on this hill. I will die on this hill. And, but we're not asking you to die. We're just asking you to move to action. You know, whatever that means for you, but take a look, there's so many avenues that that can be. And you know, one B, it's just bothersome. But if there's a bunch of us, we can make the bear run, right? That's right. So let's make that bear run. There's more of us out there, and that's why we keep bringing you people on here to show you that you're not the only one. That it might not be the exact same platform that we have, but you have a voice. Please, please use it. The Lord wants to use you in that way. Allow him, ask him to show you how to use it and where to use it. But, you know, we want you to know that we stand behind you if you do that. Mm -hmm. Please, you can contact us, um, you know, on the website, supernaturaljunkies.com, info at supernaturaljunkies.com or supernaturaljunkies at gmail, any of those. But uh, definitely, we thank you guys, and we love you. And we'll be praying for all of you. Absolutely. And God bless each one of you. Amen. 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 Hey, guys, before we close out, I just wanted to mention that Dr. Kevin has a brand new book out. What's it about? The COVID Beast, Why We Cannot Give Up Access to Our Bodies. You guys don't want to miss out on this because I know you love to hear Kevin talk on and on, but now you get to read his words and it has statistical information in there. You don't want to miss out. Lots of great information. You can get that at supernaturaljunkies.com. We also have an Audible version coming out that will be available on audible.com, but you'll also be able to buy the Audible on our website. That's awesome. And the Kindle version, you can also buy from our website, By the way, the hard copy, you will not find a better price for that anywhere, even on Amazon. That's right. So you want to get it there. Our email list, so important, sign up for that because as soon as new things happen or Kevin has a new event coming up or we're speaking somewhere, you guys will be the first to know if you sign up for that email newsletter. Also, you'll be able to get Supernatural Junkies gear. Thank you so much. Have a blessed week. Anything else, Kev? Nope. God bless you. All right. Hey, folks, just wanted to take a minute and tell you about Soil Ministries 
www.hondurasvision.org. It is an outreach of vision and resources to Honduras. And we're trying to help those people. It's probably the second poorest in our hemisphere. It can be the murder capital of the world. And the sex trafficking, one of the sex trafficking capitals of the world as well. Yeah, so we even have a safe home for girls over there that we need funding for. We have a deaf for deaf children's home there. We, of course, feed the homeless. We also have a medical missions fund over there. And that's probably one of our most successful ones with the COVID. It's easier to get the medical professionals in. So please be sure to check it out at soilministries.org. God bless you.